Hello, everyone, and welcome back. You are listening to the Zoe Japan podcast. This is Yuri. And this is Aneri. Over the last couple of episodes, we have been talking a lot about child trafficking in Japan and expanded quite a bit on child pornography. So that was really interesting. But today, we are going in a slightly different direction. Yes, that's right. Today, we are talking about Enjo Kosai, in English, compensated dating. And this topic is really close to my heart, so mm. I'm really excited that we are finally going to talk about it today.、Mm. Um, but I first want to share an experience, if you don't mind.、Mm. Sure, go ahead. Recently, I was traveling in Yogo Prefecture in Japan,、mm. and、uh, I stayed in a very typical business hotel.、Mm. So, Yuri, you will know exactly what that <laughs> looks like. So, for listeners that have never stayed in a Japanese business hotel,、uh, let me expand just a little bit more. So, these hotels are really very, very basic、mm. um, small rooms, very clean, no fancy extras. So, there's no、mm. room service or anything like that. And their target group is really local businessmen that arrive later. Night and maybe leave again very early in the morning.、Mm. Yeah, actually, I worked for one of those hotel groups several years ago,、uh, oh. right after I graduated high school. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> so, how would you describe their services?、Mm. As you said, the focus is on providing only the essentials. In fact, the group that I worked for really emphasized that you know, all essential services are provided, nothing unnecessarily, and with a high focus on privacy.、Mm, and it's exactly that point, the privacy that concerns me a bit.、Mm. Um, you know, an almost standard feature in all of these hotels is what they call video on demand. So basically,、mm. when you walk out of the elevator, there is like a ticket vending machine,、mm. and、uh, you can Anonymously purchase、um, like a, a card from、mm. that machine, and that gives you access to many, many movies when you're in your hotel room,、uh, including adult movies.、Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's always super cheap, like 1000 yen,、uh, $10 for US dollars, for sometimes hundreds of movie titles. And if you buy the ticket, you automatically have access to the full selection. So there is no filter on the content that you will be able to view.、Mm. Yeah, and, and although this、uh, might sound like a fun thing,、uh, I must actually admit I never switch on the television in、mm. a hotel room. But in, in this particular case, there was a brochure、mm. that advertises the video on demand service. And it caught my attention because the front page of this brochure was a girl、mm. in a school uniform.、Mm. And I thought,、mm, this is a little bit strange in a business hotel.、Mm. So、uh, I actually looked at the brochure, and when I opened it, there were about 150 pornographic.、Mm. Um, Movies that were advertised. And the concerning part was an entire section、uh, for pornography movies under the title Schoolgirls. Wow. So you could see the photos, and of course, private parts are concealed in the brochure, but you could see these girls are posing、uh, partly in school uniforms, and they looked very, very young. Hmm. I actually stayed at a hotel, and that was not、uh, even a business hotel, but I found one of those brochures in the room.、Mm. And I, was, I immediately brought that brochure to the front desk and then asked、uh, the front、um, staff to kind of be mindful of these contents because you never know, you know, a child could be in that room and then be exposed to that kind of、mm, content.、Mm. You know, they, they all look confused and surprised, you know, why I had to kind of make a big deal about it. But that's one thing that all the listeners can do in、yeah. daily life when they travel. Yeah, and I was going to mention that it, you know, it is a huge problem. And technically, the actress in those videos are older than 18, but they are specifically selected to resemble schoolgirls as closely as possible.、Mm. 
Yeah, I think this um, this hotel was located very close to a red light district, mm-hmm. um, and. I spent some time on the streets and just to to observe the environment uh, with my husband, actually. And we couldn't help but notice the number of very, very young girls Mm. that were being picked up in nice, fancy cars by much older men. Mm. So uh, I think uh, even though some of them might be 18, as you mentioned, we we don't know. They looked younger than that on the street, (laughs) to be honest to me. Uh, But maybe as a starting point, um, can you help to explain why there is such an obsession with young girls, especially schoolgirls here in Japan. Mm. Yeah, we often talk about, you know, Rorikon in Japan. Uh, maybe it's known as Lolita complex mm. in other countries where men have a strong sexual attraction to young girls, often elementary school age children. Mm. A girl in school uniform portrays an image of purity, being obedient or submissive, and therefore easily manipulated to fulfill their sexual fantasies. I actually attended one of the lectures by a guy who studies on pedophilia behavior. And he mentioned that uh, he did the survey on these people who touched, uh, secretly touched uh, girls in on the trains mm. or on the bus, public transportation. And they always target girls who wear uniform and Mm -hmm. he asked them why and they all answered because the uniform school uniform represents obedience and submission so you can really see this kind of portraits of image of purity and being obedient is a huge attraction to them Mm. Um, there are also many experts that believe that uh, that especially middle-aged men in japan lack the social skills to establish a relationship with someone their own age and instead prefer to interact with children at concept cafes. Uh, in other words, it's called theme cafes. Mm. And of course, if, if there's a demand, there will be a supply. Mm. Traffickers immediately see the business opportunity and um, very sad with such young, young children. Mm. So exactly how are the children exploited in this area? Mm. The most prominent is through Enjo Kosai or Compensated Dating Services. Nowadays, it's called Papakatsu as well. This is where perpetrators, mostly middle-aged men, can pay for a date with a schoolgirl. And I think for most parents, this is already a, a bit of a creepy thought, mm-hmm. middle-aged men with school children. Um, and you say that it's a date with a schoolgirl. So mm-hmm. what happens on this date? Mm, it can be anything, really. You can pay just to walk her home from school or having you know, dinner together or for more intimate actions like taking a bath together, uh, massage, or even actual intercourse. Many girls also offer their used underwear for sale, which is called burusera. So how much do these perpetrators pay for such a date? I think it depends, but we have heard some reports approximately 5,000 yen, which is $50 about, uh, for 30 minutes if it's just walking home from school. But having intercourse can easily be 20,000 yen to 30,000 yen or even more. That is a lot of money. Mm. Um, And actually, this is the first signal that child trafficking is taking place Mm. because we have an underage girl being paid by an adult for acts that are very sexual in nature Mm. from what you've described. 
That's right. Now, as you mentioned, uh, injokosai is is almost a little bit of the old-fashioned word mm-hmm. in Japan. So nowadays we talk about papakatsu. And uh, the closest translation, I guess, is sugar daddy mm. in English. Um, from your perspective, is there a difference between the Japanese papakatsu and this more Western concept of sugar daddies? Mm, that's a good question. The concept is the same in the sense that uh, young girls are getting paid to be companions for older men, which may or may not lead to intercourse. However, in Japan, thousands of these girls are still in school and under 18 years of age. Whereas the girls in other countries that are involved in this industry are normally in their maybe mid-twenties. That's right. Uh, Exactly. I also checked the age group and it's around the mid-twenties overseas. Mm. And uh, so the big difference here is the age difference. And uh, then perhaps also whether they are willingly or forcibly engaging in in Jokosai. Mm, Yes. And this is what makes it difficult for people to identify as child trafficking. Girls that are involved in Enjokosai can basically be divided into two groups. The first group are girls that are looking for an opportunity to make money. They mm-hmm. might have you know, financial difficulties at home or simply be interested in buying the latest fashion brands. But I think it, we need to be careful of having this image on those girls mm-hmm. that they just want money. But because uh, we just... Uh, found out this article on Asahi Shimbun that one of the girls wanted to go on a field trip with other you know, friends in school. So that's why she didn't have any other choice but to do this because her parents uh, did not care- take care of her. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple websites or even regular social media channels where these girls advertise themselves. They are not um, controlled by a trafficker but engage in the industry themselves, often not knowing what they're getting into. Mm. And, and this is a, a very good point. I think, um, as you say, the girls don't know. They're so young, mm. so they don't know what they're getting into. And I remember there was recently a case in the media where there were two girls and they advertised themselves together in mm. this way and they got into a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, the article was not clear, but it seems like in their minds, they only had companionship in mind as mm. their service that they wanted to provide. So maybe having dinner with an older guy or uh, maybe just walking somewhere and and chatting. But they were actually sexually assaulted by him in his car and they couldn't find a way to get out. Mm, Yeah, a lot of these girls have absolutely no idea what they are getting into and end up in very dangerous situations like that. So you mentioned two groups. So the first group are these girls that are uh, more advertising themselves. Mm. Um, And what about the second group of girls? Yeah, the second group is more easy to identify as trafficking victims. These are girls that have been forced or coerced into working in a JK business where they are sexually exploited. Mm, JK business. This is probably a new term for most of our (laughs) listeners. So uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that one? Of course. JK is short for Joshi Kosei, which means high school girl. So a JK business is a business where you can be served by a girl, often in school uniform. In some cases, these businesses are more mm, innocent and girls are just waitress, you know, at cafe. But a lot of these businesses are in fact child sex trafficking organizations with a hidden menu where all kinds of, you know, uh, sexual exploitation options, uh, hidden menu are available. Mm. 
And of course, the regular customers, they know exactly how to ask for this hidden menu without uh, the police uh, being able to track that down. Mm. And what really concerns me is that these businesses are sexually objectifying these kids. Mm. So especially um, there are practices such as peep shows where the girl sits in her school uniform Mm. behind a one-way mirror Mm. and she performs the different poses that the customers are asking for. Mm. And even if that particular business does not allow the customer to have actual sex with the girl, Mm. there is a very high risk that um, someone will walk out of that room and then go and rape a child mm. because he's just been aroused by those images, yeah. especially a child in a school uniform. Mm, I agree. These kinds of businesses are, you know, encouraging perpetrators to act on, act out their desires, and at some point, it is going mm. to affect a child directly. Yeah. Um, can you maybe share a bit on what are the authorities doing about these JK businesses? I mean, they are everywhere. Yeah, there have been various efforts by the police. Since 2017, a a new ordinance requires JK businesses to be registered with the police, and they are legally not allowed to employ girls under the age of 18, which is normal. This should have been a case since long time ago. Also, they cannot be located within 200 meters of schools, nurseries, hospitals, or other public buildings, and no one under 18 can distribute flyers for the businesses or recruit other teenagers. Well, it sounds uh, like a good step, but Mm. do you think it's working? Well, um, I think it depends on your point of view. I think it has helped the police to take more strict action. Mm. And a lot of JK businesses were forced to close. Unfortunately, many of them changed their names and reopened as concept uh, or theme cafes or simply moved online or Mm. underground where their exploitation just continues, you Mm. know, in an apartment or hotels. So the term JK business is actually becoming less common. Unfortunately, the new JK businesses that are actually registered might operate with girls older than 18, but they are still dressed in school uniform Mm. and thereby continue to encourage the exploitation of children. And the police have a challenge not only to patrol the streets, but also to monitor online activities and track down the traffickers. And I really feel we need to get down to the root cause of this issue. Mm. I mean, one angle is, of course, to just stop sexually objectifying children. Mm. Um, But another angle is to understand why the victims get caught up in the industry in the first place. So what is your uh, view on the typical profile of an Enjo Kosai victim? Mm. That is a challenging question, actually. The reality is that these kids all have different backgrounds. Uh, Many of them do not have a good relationship with their parents Mm. and they are just extremely lonely. They might wander the street where they are approached by traffickers that offer them a job and a customer base that will adore them and tell them how cute they are, how beautiful and pretty they are. It is wrong kind of love, but they are vulnerable and easily manipulated because they are desperate for those kind words. Mm, Just want to be wanted. Yes. And others come from broken families and might face extreme financial difficulties and could be using their income to buy necessities or putting themselves through school. The girls that are the most vulnerable are those that have already been sexually exploited, often by a family member, Mm. neighbor or family, friend or, or even teacher. They might not need the money, 
but the abuser has left them broken and confused, Mm -hmm. thinking that they need to sell their bodies in order to be accepted. And some girls have spoken that they actually felt better when they were engaging in this kind of a JK business because at least they can choose who to give their body to and at least they can get paid. Or some of the girls might run away from home to try and escape the abuse at home and become easy targets for traffickers on street that offer them food and housing that places them in debt bondage. Mm. Um, actually, I just watched um, a movie clip or it was a, a video recording, someone mm. uh, on the street in, I think it was Ikebukuro area, um, just walked up to one of these young girls and just spoke to her. And uh, she was a runaway. Mm. So um, she has her mother and stepfather at home. He is extremely abusive. Mm. Um, so domestic violence situation. And mm. she absolutely hates him. So she ran away. Oh. And uh, she ended up in a facility or a place where there's older men and they're offering her uh, this accommodation and food as you just described mm. and the payment is she needs to sleep with them that oh. that is the pressure that she's under and she had no idea that there were um, shelters and other support organizations mm. that could help her I think a message that the girls are getting also through the media and especially social media mm. is that a girl in school uniform is desirable and that it's actually okay to be exploited so they don't even recognize that it's wrong Mm, That's true. There is a lot of content on television and online that makes papakatsu or angel kosai seem like an exciting way to make a lot of money quickly, giving Mm -hmm. a very false impression of what is really happening behind the scenes. Mm. And perhaps something all of us can do is uh, not to be judgmental when Mm. we see these young girls and to understand that they are very vulnerable. Something is probably wrong at home Mm. and that is why they're engaging in this. Well, uh, Yuri, I think this is probably as much as we can absorb in one session Mm. today. Uh, Very interesting. Thank you. And uh, just before we end today's session, can you maybe quickly tell our listeners about the music video that Zoe Japan uh, released recently? Of course. I'm so excited about this music video. (laughs) There's a Christian artist, Sambi-san, who was really moved by a TV program that she saw about Enjo Kosai. The loneliness and, you know, vulnerability mm. of young girls is often she door away that leads them to Enjo Kosai. And she was really touched by that. So she wrote a beautiful song in Japanese. It's titled Okasan, which means mother, because she uh, saw one of the interviews of those girls. She answered, or the girl answered, uh, when the interviewer asked her, why do you engage in this kind of dangerous mm. activity? And she answered, because I want my mom to notice me and Mm. recognize that I'm doing something dangerous. And that really shocked her. And the song uh, just expresses a young girl's desire to be loved by her mother and provide a regular, stable home environment. So Sambi did an excellent job um, in expressing that emotion and feeling into the song. Yeah, and in, in collaboration with Sambi-san, we have produced a beautiful music video for this song. And we use it to reach out to young people to remind them that they are not alone. And at the end of the music video, we also guide them to some child trafficking prevention materials and our contact details, which we really hope that those girls and boys will contact us for help. Mm. 
Yeah, it's it's really fantastic. You guys should go and, and check it out, the <laughs> music video. So it's on the Zoe Japan YouTube uh, channel, so you can find it there. And uh, this is also a message for moms. Go and mm. make sure that your children know they are loved. Just make sure that they know, don't assume. Mm. And um, if you're concerned about any young person in your community or your family and you don't know how to reach out to them, maybe you can send them the link to the song and just mm. trust God that he's going to guide them on the next steps. Amen. And uh, we will make sure to post this link in the podcast notes or, uh, as I mentioned, you can find it on the YouTube channel, um, Zoe Japan's YouTube channel. And it's under the title Okasan and in Japanese or Mom in English. <laughs> And if your Japanese is as bad as mine, <laughs> um, you can remember that you can switch on the subtitles. So the subtitles are in both uh, Japanese and English. So mm. check that out. Um, and with that, let's conclude our episode for today. So mm. Yuri, thanks again for a really great discussion. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. Listeners, please remember to support us by sharing this episode with your friends and family members. Or reach out to us if you would like to invite us to a speaking opportunity at your school, office or church. Or online, as we said last time, we can do <laughs> exactly. it over Zoom as well. So yes, you can become an advocate. You can be the one to help us to eliminate child trafficking by spreading the word. This is so easy. Just share, just forward. Please do that. And if you want to learn more about Zoe Japan, uh, please go to our website at gozoe.jp. That's gozoe.jp. Or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And we also would like to have your help to improve these episodes. So we would love to hear from you. Um, you can share your feedback and suggestions with us. And you can do that by sending an email to info at gozoe.jp. So please uh, let us hear from you. And until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Please support Zoe Japan. With your help, we can reach every person and rescue every child.